0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this week's Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family Podcast. This is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson, and this week we're going to be talking about um, how do we develop intimacy. More specifically, how do we develop intimacy through spending time together? And I want us to start by focusing on that word time. A very simple um, principle. We cannot develop intimacy with our spouse unless we spend time with our spouse. And the reason time is so important is because it's the tool that's going to allow us to understand each other. in other words, we use time so that we can learn to understand each other. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit today about uh, what I like to call uh, the Gibson relationship cycle. Um, I call it that because that's what I titled it when I was writing uh, when I was writing uh, my doctoral thesis um, and the Gibson relationship cycle uh, looks like this. Every healthy relationship starts with spending time together. And again, time is the tool that allows us to uh, understand each other. And then after you spend um, adequate amount of time together and you start to understand each other, uh, you start to develop trust. Uh, And then when there is uh, significant levels of trust in a relationship, then you start to feel the safety to be vulnerable and honest with your spouse. And then, if you're able to be vulnerable and honest with your spouse the result is emotional intimacy which will then hopefully lead to physical intimacy so again i call this the gibson relationship cycle Uh, it's what i wrote about in my doctoral thesis and basically all relationships start with time time is the tool that allows us uh, to learn to understand each other and then when there's adequate time there uh, over time you're building trust Uh, And then when there's a deeper level of trust, you're able to be vulnerable and honest with your spouse. And then when you're able to be vulnerable and honest with your spouse, the result is uh, emotional intimacy, and again, hopefully, physical intimacy. Well, let's focus uh, on that first step in the cycle, time. How can couples effectively spend time together? I want to share with you a quote uh, from John Calvin in his Institutes. Uh, He wrote, Nearly all wisdom we possess... That is to say, true and sound wisdom consists of two parts the knowledge of God and of ourselves. In other words, I believe what Calvin is saying is that if we're truly going to understand the Lord, we have to understand ourselves. And if we're truly going to understand ourselves, we have to understand the Lord. Well, how does this play out in marriage? The only way we're going to be able to express to our spouse what we desire in marriage is if we first know what we desire in a marriage. And again, I know that sounds kind of elementary, but it's so true. Uh, I've worked with many spouses who are unable to communicate their personal desires and wishes to their spouse. And because of that, their spouse has to play uh, a hunting game trying to figure out uh, what their spouse desires. Whereas if we're in touch with what we desire, if we are in touch with the way that God has wired us with our own personal desires, we are then able to express those uh, to our significant other and make it easier for them to understand how they can best serve us. Well, I want to talk about three tools that you can use in order to understand yourself and understand your spouse a little bit. And these tools are available uh, either online or you can purchase them at a bookstore. Um, The third tool that I am going to talk a little bit about is a really simple tool. Uh, You don't necessarily have to go out and buy a book or take a test. You You just have to be able to Uh, converse well with your spouse. Uh, So let me talk about the first tool. It's the Myers-Briggs type indicator. Um, Another version of that is called the uh, accuracy temperament sorter. Um, You can take an MBTI or Myers-Briggs type test online. Um, If you'll Google MBTI, you can find some that that are relatively simple and free. But I encourage you that if you have Uh, 40 to 50 bucks to take the in depth MBTI, where you'll get in depth results uh, in regards to uh, your temperament type. Now, uh, let me talk to you a little bit about the MBTI. Uh, When you take it, it's either going to score you as extroverted or introverted, uh, as sensing or intuitive as feeling or thinking or as judging or perceiving. Um, The MBTI is a great tool um, to help you and your spouse understand uh, how you like to process information and recharge, how you like to gather information, uh, how you're going to make decisions based on the information you gather, um, and then how you're going to orient your life or how you're going to live out your life based on your temperament. Um, I've had many couples take this MBTI Um, Or take the MBTI and uh, the responses I have seen are responses of laughter um, A light bulb going off because they're starting to understand some of the differences between themselves and their spouse Um, So again, if you um, are willing to uh, pay 40 to 50 bucks, Google MBTI uh, You can take um, a test using a, a certified MBTI consultant Or you can actually go to the MBTI website and take the test you can also go to a bookstore and purchase a book titled Please Understand Me Too, that's going to be the um, Kiersey test that's similar to the MBTI, just slightly different, but in the back of Please Understand Me Too is um, the Keirsey test, again, that's similar to the MBTI, that you'll be able to take and your spouse will be able to take and you'll be able to share those results uh, with each other. So, the first test is the MBTI Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, also Uh, known as uh, or close to the KTS2, the Kiersey Temperament Sorter. Uh, The second test that I want to encourage you guys to take is uh, the five love language test. That is a test that was actually created by uh, Gary Chapman. Um, It's a book that has been read by... Hundreds of thousands. It's actually titled "The Five Love Languages," and in that book, uh, Doctor Chapman uh, talks about five love languages that that indicate how we like to uh, receive love. Those five la- love languages are quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, gifts, and acts of service. Take the five love language test, and you'll be able to understand, uh, or you'll be able to identify that if your spouse is going to show you that he or she loves you, then. What love language should she use? Should it be quality time? What love language should he use? Should it be physical touch or words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service? And again, take the test, compare your results. Uh, Dr. Chapman goes into great detail in the book about how to uh, give uh, gifts in regard or how to display love languages, uh, but also how to uh, indicate to your spouse what your love language is and then the third test that I want to talk about today is a simple test called what do you like to do test Uh, very simple but you just answer the question what do you like to do um, as a couple and you know we are even in our marriages we're individuals but uh, healthy marriages are going to take shape as we spend more time together and as we learn to understand each other. Um, And one of the primary ways we do that is by participating in shared activities. And the way we're able to identify what our shared activities uh, should be is just simply answer the question, what do you like to do? So I encourage you and your spouse to spend some time uh, this week answering that question. What are some fun things that you guys like to do together? Uh, Is it going to a Broadway play? Is it going hiking? Uh, is it going to sporting events? Is it working out together? Is it working puzzles together? Um, you know, and, and I wanna say this, a lot of couples, what they like to do the most together uh, is spend time with their kids, and that's lovely and beautiful. But I encourage you to also identify a shared activity that you like to do outside of the kids, because at some point, Lord willing, if you're doing your job, uh, those children are gonna move away from home. And if you haven't established shared activities uh, over the years that your children are at home that don't involve your children, then when your children move away, you're going to be looking at each other one day going, what do we do now? So I encourage you to develop shared activities that um, are not necessarily centered around your children all the time. Um, So three tests, the MBTI or KTS2 test. Uh, The five-love language test developed by uh, Dr. Gary Chapman. And then a simple test that I like to call the what-do-you-like-to-do test. Identify things that you and your spouse like to do together so that you can spend time together, so that you can uh, increase your understanding of each other. And then again, going back to the relationship cycle, the more you spend time with your significant other, uh, the more trust develops. Um, And lastly, I will say this. um, Remember the two most important words in marriage. Uh, that I, be- I believe the two most important words in marriage are, I need. So if uh, it's been a busy, hectic uh, couple of weeks and you feel yourself growing distant from your spouse, go to them and say, hey, I need for us to spend time together. I need for us to go to a hike. I need for us to go have fun um, at a ball game. I need for us to uh, just spend some time walking together. I need for us to focus on each other again. Uh, again, sometimes we have to fight uh, to carve out time so that we're spending time with with each other so that we're making sure that we're connecting and attaching. Um, so think through uh, which test you would like to use in your marriage. Uh, is, it the, uh, is it the Myers-Briggs type indicator test you would like to use? Is it the five love language test you would like to use? Is it the simple test of answering the question, what would we like to do as a couple? And, and use those so that you can increase your understanding of yourself and also so you can increase your understanding of your spouse. And with the greater understanding uh, that is developed through time, that is developed through these uh, assessments, through these tests, hopefully that will translate into a greater level of trust in your marriage and then a greater level of trust will result in a greater level of vulnerability and honesty, which will hopefully lead to an increased level of emotional and physical intimacy. So um, if we're going to be in an intimate relationship, we got to make sure we're spending time with each other. That's the first step. Uh, I'm Rev. Dr. Paul Gibson with the Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. You can contact me at RevDrPaulGibson at R-E-V-D-R-P-A-U-L-G-I-B-S-O-N at gmail.com. I pray that this Healthy Marriage, Healthy uh, Family podcast is helping you. I would love to hear from you. Uh, Until then, tune in next week where where we are going to be talking about uh, developing intimacy under the sheets and in the backyard. Uh, We'll talk to you next week.